So in the past episode, I said how it had been so many months, but checking when I released the intro episode, it's going to be a year next month. So that's actually quite some time. Yeah. And again, I mentioned how it has anxiety holding me back and whatnot because I aim at perfection and I kept saying, but then <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then it didn't make sense to keep waiting to start at something and to be perfect at instead of just starting. So that's how I started. Yeah. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about love. Yeah. I feel like everyone has something to say about love. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And I would love your interaction with this episode. You can send me a voice message or interact with me on any of my socials. Hello, hear me sounding like some (laughs) public figure. Anyway, you have experienced love one way or another, be it platonic, be it romantic be it i don't remember the other forms of love i should have probably done my research before coming here but i decided to just wing it because the more research i do the more i sound like i'm reading it off paper and not just from my mind and i'm trying to sort of avoid that i wanted to have like some sort of ease with which my words flow yeah i don't feel as boxed in as i usually would Yes, I don't even know if that makes sense. I don't know, I keep saying I don't even know if that makes sense. Yet, I have probably made sense. Anyway, yeah, so I'm talking about love. Like, we all know what love should look like. And one thing that we often don't focus on is what love shouldn't look like. Like, if you're active on Twitter, you'll probably come across Oloni's thread where she says how, I'm paraphrasing, how men will act like they really like you and once they get you they show you that they really really hate you so she was asking when did you know he hated when did you realize he actually hated you and like the quote quote tweets and the replies are so horrid like we're always told to fear men but this will actually teach you that they're such vile creatures that actually deserve to be feared and that's not okay like and i hate that i'm saying like a lot (laughs) yes as i was saying love shouldn't be manipulative it shouldn't be draining it shouldn't be exhausting it should be the opposite of all those things it should be nourishing it should be fulfilling it should be intentional should be warm it should be strengthening it should be reaffirming I think, okay, when I was still a Christian, the first Corinthians chapter 13 definition of love seemed perfect, yeah. The description was wholesome and it actually made sense. So if you're religious or even though you aren't religious, you should check it out for a reference, to get the reference that I'm making. Yes, and yeah, so if you think okay also 
a book a feminist book that you should definitely read on love is new vision all about love new vision by bell hooks yeah it's my next read so once i read it this is going to have a part two where i'm actually well informed and aware of the things i'm talking about and i'm just not rambling about things from my head because even the definitions i've given to what love should be like aren't exactly properly explained yeah and i should do better i know i just needed to get out a second episode before the end of this week it's not even the end it's just tuesday i don't know why it's just tuesday wow anyway what matters is i put up an episode yeah and hopefully before the end of this week i can finish reading all about love the book by bell hooks and i can come back with like a summary of it and see the feminist way of love yeah and then since okay the love i know best is platonic love i fortunately or unfortunately is i'm yet to experience romantic love yeah so i don't know much in that about i don't know much about that sector my english today though but i don't aim at perfection at the white man's tongue yeah that's colonialism at play and we're trying to decolonize ourselves and our language and everything we do so you can't call me out on that yes then i was saying the love i know best is platonic love so the love i have with my friends yeah mainly when i'm talking about the love i have with my friends i would talk about my girls but then now i have non-girlfriends who okay there aren't even many there are few by few i mean two yeah there are only two which actually have a good reason for yeah you know it is extremely hard to navigate friendship with non-women especially as a feminist because the misogyny could jump out at any moment the homophobia the transphobia like even though they're not misogynistic towards you they have and can be very harmful to other women and it's just not right to keep harmful people in your circle yeah because you could try to correct them or teach them or educate them in courts though i don't think okay not that i don't think i know we do not exist to continually educate people on our oppression yeah so if they are willing to do the work maybe they could do the work and they could stay in my sort of circle but my my immediate circle are my girls yeah and each time i talk about them there's just this you know the type of love that overwhelms you but like in a nice way yeah it sort of has you gasping for air but not in like a dying kind of way i don't know if that even makes sense because of course when you're gasping for air it's in a dying kind of way anyway yeah the love i have with them feels almost perfect they intentionally hold space for me they have like we have all learned to adapt 
to love each other in the way that we expect to be loved. And a misconception people often have is loving people how they want to be, how, let's say, okay, let me give you an example. The problem, okay, the mistake we often make is we think other people can be loved through our own love languages. Let's say if my love language is physical touch and quality time and that of one of my friends isn't that and they would prefer solitude and words of affirmation instead. But because I believe I should love people in my love languages instead of theirs, I start being super touchy with them, wanting to hold hands with them all the time while acknowledging that it makes them uncomfortable. And that just isn't right, yeah? But I just don't say the love, the platonic love I have with my friends is so beautiful. They are literally my biggest cheerleaders, like in their own way, each of them in their own way, yeah, is my biggest cheerleader. They support every single thing I do. They call me out and I need to be called out. Yes, accountability is such an important aspect of love. If someone loves you, they will hold you accountable. Yes, to hurt your feelings, but it's for the greater good. Like in the long run, you'll actually be grateful that you're called out. Yeah, accountability too. And right now, I can't really think of any more ways. So once I read the book, I'll be back with part two of this. Yes, thank you for listening. And yeah.